Hey there, listeners. We are back for another episode of the Baseball Road Trip Recap. And once again, I am Trafton. And as always, I'm here with my best buddy, Dan. Hello. Dan and I have been best friends since we met back in the sixth grade, and we are recapping our 60-day baseball road trip from the summer after our senior year of high school. That would make this a best friends adventure, historical documentation, podcast of sorts. But really what it is, is it gives us the opportunity to reminisce on that summer of 2007 when we tripped across the nation. This is episode number seven. And what are we covering today? Today, we are leaving New York City and we are heading to Boston and then eventually making our way to Wiscasset, Maine. The burgeoning baseball town of Wiscasset, Maine, obviously. We'll get into why we were there later in the podcast, but uh, just for the sake of kind of figuring out where we are, this is dates July 1st to July 10th, so 10 days total, which is road trip days number 26 through 36. We get past that, that first full month, and we hit MLB games number 15 and 16. Both of those are at Boston, which is our 11th stadium on the trip, and Despite all we're going to talk about in this episode and all the ground we're going to cover, it's only 500 miles from New, New York to Boston uh, to Maine. And uh, that gets to around 6,000 miles for the entire trip. So eventful, yet geographically quite close-knit leg up in New England, which is a nice change for us. Yeah, we did a lot of things in Boston. Uh you know, even if it's just one stadium on the list, I feel like we saw a lot of people. We did a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just a lot of things happening, you know? We cover a lot of, I mean, we, 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 we talked about this at the end of last episode, right? We're like, we're halfway through this road trip. We're pretty sick of like, you know, baseball, maybe to an extent, not like fully, but we need like a breather. And I think Boston was the best way to do that because, I mean, you're a Red Sox fan, born and bred. Um, I had a bunch of friends up in the area. And so we, and it was also the 4th of July. So we got to take a little breather and enjoy just kind of being in in a part of New England that neither of us had ever been together, but we'd both been in quite a bit. So it it was a bunch of fun. I guess we... Backing it up, we wake up in New York, or rather, should I say, Newark, New Jersey, after our uh, drowning our sorrows in a sausage uh, pizza and not seeing that Yankees game that we had gotten free tickets to. So, bummer for us. Yes, um, this this is kind of like the rebound from that heartbreak, <laughs> I think, because like totally again, this was this is a super fun leg, and we got to see uh, friends, we got to see family uh family friends uh you know like all of the above uh you know really and on both sides for both of us too which i think is kind of kind of crazy too right like um you had family in boston i had family in boston uh just uh kind of wild actually now that i think about it yeah it was a good week we were there like almost almost a full week um we trekked up sunday july 1st and we leave on friday july 6th after seeing a couple games. So I we're unclear on exactly how the entry into Boston goes, but we drive up from from New York, takes it's 225 miles, so child's play 4 hours for us at that point, you know, we each take one leg or something like yeah. easy. 
after after Texas and Florida, all of this is just by the book. Yeah, walk in the park, no problem. I think on the blog we so I think we we either stayed with your cousin. I think it was your cousin because we needed to pick up tickets. He uh so nicely gifted us tickets to the game on on Thursday, July fifth. So I think we we went. And we had dinner. I remember having dinner with your cousin and his family. Yes. We have some adorable photos of you and some toddler child in a Red Sox hat. Yes. Which made it to the to the blog. Who was that? That is my cousin once removed. My first cousin once removed, uh, Caroline. Got it. Sweet Caroline. And she was, I don't know, she was about one, maybe a little over one at that time. Yeah, I... <laughs> Wait, so we went we went to my cousin's house first. I think so. And then we stayed somewhere else and then stayed with my cousin later. Uh, this is, <laughs> I have no idea. I have no clue. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Neither here nor there. I mean, I remember going and we had dinner. It must have been early on because we had to pick up the tickets. Um, and uh, the next day we had a nice dinner. I don't know. Picking up tickets does sound very familiar to me. And I, mean, I think it's also the sequence of photos that I am looking at is we were near Fenway. Like I have pictures of the outside of it. And then we were definitely hanging out with our friend Nate. Um, and then we're at my cousin's house with the baby. <laughs> is there a photo of Nate in here? Uh, I don't think so. But I, I remember so. I took a funny picture of you and I'm pretty sure Nate was in the vicinity. Nice. Um, is that the you're the posing by a statue? By on a statue your phone? on my phone, which is actually, we should zoom in on that. The old uh, blackjack, the Samsung blackjack that took us across the nation oh, yeah, with the GPS. Yeah. Very relevant. Yes. That brick that I was holding up to my ear at this point. Um, yeah. He was probably somewhere. Yeah, that's Davis Square. So here's what I know for a fact because it was in the 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 blog as well. We went to Yaki Way. Yes. Like before all of this. And I have a vague recollection of being like, well, we got to like make sure we have some. It was actually probably me. I'm not going to loop you into this. Yeah, it was definitely you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, I need to make sure I have some Red Sox gear. Like we got to, yeah. we got to make this a reality. Yes. Um, I also definitely picked up a, I think you did too, but I picked up a Ted Williams number four. I don't know what number he is, but nine. Um, nine. Wow, nice work. It's a retired number, bro. <laughs> I don't know all the Giants' retired numbers. Well, it's also easy to remember. It's a single digit, you know. Like, sure. All right. I mean, all right. So I got I got a Ted Williams uh, shirt for sure, and I know we went there. I, we must have gone there on Sunday. Like, yeah. we drove through Boston, and. The game had just got had just let out, so the Sunday day game and it, which Yaki mm. Way is like closed down during game time because technically it's across the street from Fenway, right? But yes. during the game, like they close off the streets because they need that street to like as overflow space for the entire stadium. So we had to wait until the game was out, and then we it was amazing. Yaki Way was incredible. Yeah, um, for those who haven't been, Yaki Way is like just an incredibly large uh merchandise store uh right across the street from the ballpark and it it's honestly it's on a level beyond any other like shopping yeah. 
experience as far as like baseball things no doubt uh and i also i also do remember i was probably talking it up a lot like before we got here um for for you uh yep oh you definitely mentioned it many multiple times on the road trip like up for the first month <laughs> yeah so you know i was i was hyping it up and uh you know i think that also uh made you also really look forward to it but hey it's a great time it's a great experience honestly i mean it it probably like you had memories when was the last time before this that you were in boston like and had gone to fenway you you'd oh, right? know probably yeah oh yeah a handful of times but you know probably probably once once or twice in the past you know four or five years maybe and like if you could imagine you as like an early teenager or like this is disneyland for <laughs> yeah. red sox fans. yeah if you're if you're a 14 year old in oh, that place God. and you're a baseball fan and it's it's very overwhelming but it just keeps going and going yeah. and then you realize Massive. like there's a there's a downstairs too and you're just like <laughs> I, I mean yeah if i were to go back i would need to like spend it an after i mean what we did we spent like an hour plus yeah well there. we didn't we didn't just go there once too you know i feel like <laughs> no there's more to take in yeah exactly we had a mission to get like you know some merch and some swag so that we could show up and be cool in, in Boston or so that I could be cool in Boston, fit in. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, the next time we went through, we were like, well, we should at least go see what autographed bats and balls they have. Like, there's a whole section of that stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was great. No, it did not, did not let, it was not a letdown whatsoever. Yes. It did not disappoint. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Nice work, chauffeur <laughs> for Boston. <laughs> um. So we do that. I, I, we must have done that like first thing, and then the next day we, it's in the blog. We hang out with my buddy Nate. Nate is also a Chewonky Maine Coast semester, which um, I've mentioned before. We, we hang out in Davis Square. I remember very specifically he needed to take us to Anna's Taqueria. Yes, that was, and it was like, you guys are from the West. I mean, this is Atlanta you know, part two, like you guys are from the West coast. You like a good burrito. Like you got to go to, to honest taqueria and actually was much better than Willie's in Atlanta. Yes. It was a pretty good burrito. I remember. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Um, I think you guys, you and Nate had a kind of a, I don't know, a, uh, friendly banter competition about burritos. Yeah. And this was an exclusive opportunity that you were here available to go to this place. Um, yeah. And have it, you know, prove prove its metal, uh, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, it was good. It was good. It was a good burrito. I, I had no, I had no complaints. No complaints whatsoever. We had a friendly banter. Um, he and I were really close friends at that at that point, like from our time at Schwanky. So I was like, I'll let you think that your burrito is as good as a West Coast burrito, but uh, it's like it's, it's apples and oranges. You're in a whole different league. Um, yeah, but it was a good, it was a good time. It was a good stop. And we got to yeah. walk around like see some Boston. I'll, I'll fast forward to like my thoughts on Boston now, but like, I love Boston. It's a charming city. There's just red brick everywhere. You can kind of walk through. It's got a lot. It's so much history. I've always really liked Boston. It's got really pissed off people. Like there's mm -hmm. not much to, to not like there in my yeah. opinion. And you know, maybe you find a life partner in that general area. Who knows? Who knows? Well, I mean, technically, we need to keep going north to Maine, which, yeah, uh, brings me back to the Boston area at the very least. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Dan, for for all of our listeners out there, he's obvi- he's referring to my wife Molly, who grew up in Maine, and we we have a bunch of friends still out in, in the Boston. You've area, been to so. Boston many more times without me after this trip, and you know what? That's fine. I think my two year old daughter has been to Boston more times than you um, in the past two years. Uh, in the past two years, yes, definitely. She has definitely been more times than me. Yeah, it's a great it's a great stop. It's a great place. Um. So yeah, we do that. Uh, I know we're staying with Nate at that point. Yes, and he his family is somewhere in in the Boston area. I don't really sure. Know. Yeah, and we go to a Pawtucket Red Sox, aka the Paw Sox, yes, game on Tuesday, July third. That's our first actual baseball since. Well, I was going to say since New York, but um, we obviously yeah. know how that story went. So it's our first baseball we've seen in in a couple of days. And it's uh, the Paw Sox, AAA affiliate of the Red Sox, obviously. Yep. And they are playing our good old friends, the Charlotte Knights. Uh, they left the castle just to play at McCoy Stadium up mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Pawtucket, Rhode Island. I have no idea what the score was. I didn't even write it down in the itinerary, so it really tells you how much I'm slacking. Well, you know, I, I think it's funny that a lot of these minor league games, if... If you just forget to write the score, it's it's lost to the sands of time. It is it's just gone. And uh, you know yeah. what? That's, that's how it goes sometimes. All right, we'll never know who won that AAA minor league game at McCoy Stadium. No, it was um it's tough stuff. Um, I remember a couple of things from this game. We went early because mm-hmm. we had nothing else to do that day. <laughs> sure. Um, it's like a, you know, 45 minute drive down from Boston, wherever we were. So it was, it was a good trek. Mm-hmm. Um, I know McCoy stadium was, you had been there before too. And yes. you were talking it up and it was like, you know, pot, it was Yaki way. And then McCoy stadium and then <laughs> yeah. like Fenway was somewhere in there, but, um, you had been before. It's like one of the older stadiums in the minor league system. Yes. And it looked, it didn't look. It looked like one of the older old school stadiums, like everything just wooden wooden seats everywhere. I guess we're we're getting into it. Thoughts and impressions of McCoy Stadium at in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, look, I had great memories of this stadium before this trip even. Um I think it's interesting, like like I'm looking at some of the pictures of like the concourse and stuff, and it kind of like it almost has like like the that kind of like old pillar Wrigley-esque sort of feel to it, you know. Mm. Um, but for a minor league park, so it's like all scaled back kinda. Um and yeah, yeah, like I I I think it's still like one of the best uh like triple A parks around. It also just has a lot more character than most triple A parks. Um I feel like I've been to triple A parks that are like more recently built and they're all just kind of like yeah, this is a nice stadium, but like, there's no like substance to it in the same way. It's not a lot of character. Um, this has like you know, it has like this little shed stairway thingy. It has uh, just a nice view of the field, and uh, yeah, uh, it, it's a very enjoyable minor league experience. That's um, great. And yeah. I also like the Paw Sox, like as a team. Like I like how it's the Red Sox, but not, and they have like their own logo. They have their own stuff, but they're still like tied to the main franchise you know yeah. in a way that is kind of cute because sometimes they're not tied at all or they're completely unrelated and it's uh i don't know it's just a little more detached but i always feel like like pawtucket is 
very closely tied to Fenway as a minor yeah. league park, you know? Yeah, I completely agree. Great experience. The, uh, the statue of the polar bear outside, great stuff. Um, no, they leaned into it and they got, I mean, nobody outside of New England would know what Pawtucket, like the city of Pawtucket, Rhode Island is, if it were not for the Paw Sox, maybe. I, I don't know. So they just kind of like, they're like, yeah, we're going to be a AAA stadium. It's great stuff. Um, you know, what's funny is that I remember, I think I got a hat. I got a Paw Sox hat and it has the, it has the P on it and it has like a bear claw on, on yeah. the P and I would wear that. Was it when we were there? Uh, probably maybe the trip before, like when I went with my family, uh, before the road trip, but I had a Paw Sox hat yeah. and I always liked wearing it because it was like almost like an insider code for like real Red Sox fans, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> because nice. i could wear it and then some people would be like paw socks and i'd be like this guy gets it yeah this guy knows <laughs> all right yeah you're a paw socks man all right yeah yeah, yeah. i yeah lo- loved it i think I, I like your comp to uh wrigley like it's got some old school vibes to it um if i i kind of remembered i thought it, it had that like the overhang goes over the entire stadium Mm. Um, I don't think that's the case, but it goes over a lot of it, mm-hmm. and it's it had that like, it felt like I was watching a game in like a league of their own, the movie, mm. just like some old president threw out the first pitch like from the the stands, the grandstand somewhere, <laughs> yeah. which I don't know. So probably the mayor of Rhode Island did it does at some point in time. Definitely, um, great stop. I remember also, um, I recognized one player while we were there. And I looked up his name. It was Michael Tucker, the outfielder. He was a San Francisco Giant, like, randomly a couple of years before this. Mm. And I remember we traded him or he signed with the Red Sox. And I I recognized him. And he was, like, he was at the end of his career, like, old man status. Mm. And just kind of trying to slog it out and get another shot at the big leagues at that point. So, yeah, I remember seeing Michael Tucker. Nice. Um, That's about it. That's what I got. Um, you do know, however, that that McCoy Stadium is no more, right? The the Paw Sox have moved. Um, I haven't investigated, but I mean, it's been 15 years, so uh, I'm not that surprised. Yeah. Well, you you need not investigate because I actually I didn't do any investigative research either uh-huh. because I knew all of this already. They moved to Wiscasset. Sorry. Oh man, uh, Worcester. The oh, wrong, wrong W. Worcester. They, they that's moved, an important town. Yeah, they they moved to Worcester, um, which is where Molly, my wife, went to college. Oh, yeah, I was going to say an important town in your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, was that you were going to, to that? Uh, I thought it would sound weird. That's why I stopped. Eh, all right, yeah, yeah. Important town for you. Don't, you don't know what towns are important in my life, man. It's like whatever. I know what town your wife is from. <laughs> Not do you or lived in? Sorry. Oh yeah. All right. Getting too far ahead of yourself. Shoot. You don't know me. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a good friend. I'm a good friend. I'm a good friend. All right. <laughs> um, so they moved to Worcester. Um, uh-huh. They moved to Worcester in 2020. Um, uh, that's the one date that I wanted to. I mean, you go on McCoy Stadium. In oh, oh right my now. God. It's I gone. remember this. She told me this, too. I... Yeah. And she was pumped about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm yeah, pumped yeah, about yeah. it, too. Yeah, yeah. I remember she sent me an article about this, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like. Check this out. I do remember this. Oh, man. I feel yeah. bad that I forgot that she told me. <laughs> Sorry. She's not. I mean, she'll listen to this episode and she'll probably pause it 
text you or mm. maybe just call you directly in mm. in grief for you forgetting yeah. that. Well, look, time is an illusion and <laughs> erodes all memories. That's where you're gonna get you're gonna get really existential with that. <laughs> look, I can't look, it's hard to remember many things in this life and that's a it, small amen, detail, brother. but it's all right. They yeah, so they they moved to Worcester, I think it was in twenty twenty. I'll fact check myself. I know McCoy Stadium uh served as the Pawtucket Red Sox Stadium until twenty twenty. So I think that's mm. when the cutover was. Mm. Yeah. Uh moved to Worcester, which as anybody who's anybody in New England knows is the heart of the Commonwealth. It was the one of the original settlements um in New England. It's like directly in the middle of Ma- central Massachusetts. It's a great town. Mm. Um and as per any New in- good New England town, it has like 25 colleges or something like that. Um, so great town. I will actually be going to, we haven't booked any tickets, but it's been on our list of things the next time we haven't gotten to Worcester since they opened, but we're going to go to a Woo Sox game. Mm. It is, they are the Woo Sox. Mm. Yeah, that's nice. That's exciting. Yeah. Great stuff. I actually just remembered one more thing about McCoy stadium, the experience their biggest like one of their biggest calling cards do you remember they have the longest game in minor league history yes because they would they posted a picture they would have the box score like yeah posted places and it's like you know a bunch of a bunch of numbers (laughs) yeah it's really really long uh the Pawtucket Red Sox beat the Rochester Red Wings on oh this is this is great uh, they beat them three to two in thirty three innings. Yeah, and the dates are noted on the Wikipedia page as April eighteenth through nineteenth, and June twenty third of nineteen eighty one. So right. it went in. It went past midnight, and they had to call it and be just like, "Guys, we don't care. Any, we need to take a breather." And thinking about if they came, it, it must have been like the Red Wings came back later and they like continued that game before starting the next series or something like that. Uh, I didn't do any research into that. Well, I'm just going to go with that take on it, but that was Pawtucket. Great stop. Yeah. Fantastic. I think they had it. They had that box score on the souvenir cup as well. Yeah, that's what it was. I remember it was displayed in many places, but souvenir cup sounds correct as well. Yeah. Went all the way around. So then we, we head back, stay with my buddy Nate. I do remember at some point in time staying with Nate, you and him bonded over some music. Yes. We were we were at a place in our road trip where we like needed new tunes. Yes. And so we started uh ripping a bunch of like CDs from whoever we could steal them from. Yeah. Well, um this was on on the old on the old iPod, um, mm. I remember uh, just being able to plug into his computer, and he was like, "Yeah, you can take whatever you want." And I was like, "All right, <laughs> nice." <laughs> so like you know, a couple couple gigs. I don't know. We we took some, but then he also burnt us a CD specifically nice. for us, specifically for the road trip. Wow. Um, because I do think that you know the act of burning a CD for a friend is it's a it's an important gesture. Oh, it's and, it's uh, like a love note. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we were honored to listen to that uh, CD, that that mix that was compiled for us. Uh, greatly appreciated. Yeah. He was he was big into hip hop, if I recall. Yes, and so he he 
yeah, he burnt us some some good hip hop mix. Great stuff. Yes. Wait, I this is the beginning of I remember like when we stayed with people, one of our side tasks became we gotta get some music because we're so sick of what we've been listening to yes. for the past month. That was a good one. We also do that in Kansas City too. I remember. Anywho. I forgot. I, 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 remember, I remember having access to a lot of CDs that I uploaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that. That's <laughs> well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. got like, you know, that's two thousand miles from here. Yeah. At this point. At the at the very least. God, we drove so much that summer. Um so all right. July, that was July third. July fourth, we wake up. I I I'm pretty sure we're still with Nate at that point. Mm -hmm. But we go and it's July fourth. Happy birthday, America best place to go watch a baseball game i mean to celebrate the fourth of july fenway yeah. park and it's yeah. our first game yeah and we go it's a day game they're playing the tampa bay rays sorry at that point in time the devil rays mm -hmm. so we had already seen them a couple couple days a week before that sure it's great you know starting to get some repeats um the game itself we'll get into in a second but I mean, we got to, I'm pretty sure we go, we check in. So my uncle, continuing with family, and mm -hmm. man, Rand, this is a random one. My uncle is in town with his son, my cousin. Uh, this is not Uncle Red and Cousin Eric, but Uncle Ron and Cousin Jeff. Yep. Uncle Red and Eric, they were Southern California for everyone that, yep. that are avid listeners. Uh, so Red and Ron are brothers, uh, both my my mom's brothers, and they apparently are huge Red Sox fans. I don't really understand why. Both of them live in the Midwest, um, and they grew up in the Midwest. So kind of unclear to me why they're Red Sox fans. But as a father son, they they decide at some point in time in their lives that they're going to make an annual pilgrimage back to Fenway to see a couple games and experience Boston, and that's just, it happened to be on 4th of July weekend. And so, there we we go, they're staying at the Hotel Commonwealth, which is a couple blocks from Fenway, pretty good place to be, considering we got to see a couple games Yep. Um, over those days. So, we meet up with them, and, I mean, we're sleeping on, on the floor of their hotel, doesn't matter, we're 17 at this point, so yep. we can sleep anywhere. The the first thing that we ha had to bring up was, unfortunately, Uncle Ron was the one that got us the hookup for the, the tickets at Yankee Stadium mm. a couple days before that. And so I had to, like, grovel and just be tell him how deeply sorry we were. And I think he, I know he he requested that I, like, give his buddy, whose name I don't even remember, a public apology and I think I did do like a public apology on on yeah. the blog itself. Yeah. Um. So had to do that. Had to get that out of the way. And he was quite disappointed. And then he laughed it off. Well, you know, um, shit happens. I mean, <laughs> I think they were nice tickets too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's the, that's the ultimate tragedy is that they were given to us for free, uh, yeah. and pretty nice, and at a stadium that's not necessarily the cheapest to get into. You know, like. No. <laughs> And also, it's not there anymore, so it's just never, never will have that. Anyways, getting back to the bright side of this uh, 
this uh, story. So we stay with them, and we go to this 4th of July game. Day game. Yep. I don't even remember. I was probably giddy wearing my new Ted Williams shirt. Yep. Where were we, where were we staying? What are you, thoughts on Fenway? Impressions? Yeah, well, I mean, let's, let's we can just it. dive right into the ballpark, I feel like. Um, first of all, 4th of July in Boston, it's kind of a big deal. It's tight. Um, yeah. It's kind, of, it's kind of a big deal. So I think for you, for you to have your first Fenway Park experience be a day game on the 4th of July, I think that's pretty special. Yeah. Um, I think that's I think that's really nice. Like like even just looking at the photos, you know, there's like they they put the giant American flag over the green monster and you know they had all this extra stuff pregame and yep. you know it's just uh it's just nice. And uh the crowd is certainly uh I mean the crowd's always pretty involved, but I think the 4th of July it brings out the uh the extra uh patriotism, you know. Yep. And um I think that added a lot to the atmosphere. Uh it was uh certainly a good time i were these the game was i don't remember there was one game we sat in the bleachers um this was the one yeah yeah i think yeah yeah yeah. we're we're in like dead center yeah yeah, no no yeah yeah, yeah. i see i see the photos now yeah yeah we're dead center in the bleachers on the fourth of july um just fantastic great great times uh it's a great ballpark i don't know if you have any initial thoughts you want to dip into as well you know i i actually don't I don't really remember, you know, walking into it, mm-hmm. um, which I think is kind of surprising because I have definitely, I've actually sat at close to these seats, you know, more recently. And I remember walking up and seeing like the outfield grass and being just complete like jaw drop straight to the floor. I don't really remember the first impressions of it aside from, holy crap, we're finally here. And, I can't believe we've made it all the way to Boston. I I think I remember having like this is this is the farthest away from California that we're gonna get really as mm. far as on this trip, and it was kind of a surreal experience. Um, probably I don't remember like initial impressions because we had already been to Yaki Way a couple of days before, mm-hmm. and we had like been walking around this for the night, you know, all day. So it was. And as I did for a lot of stadiums, I was like, I've seen this on television, like on SportsCenter, Baseball Tonight, so many times. Like, I feel like I've already been here. Yeah. And then finally, like, seeing it in real life was was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, yeah, it was a place that I had just seen on TV so many times. It felt it felt kind of just like I'd been there before. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking at these photos. I actually really remember... Um, there was a guy, there was a couple of jabronis in front of us. Mm-hmm. They're probably another version of you and me, but they actually grew up in, in New England. And one of them's wearing a red, uh, one of them's wearing Red Sox gear as our most. And then another guy is wearing a Yankees Johnny Damon shirt. Mm. And yeah. <laughs> so good. Like, just so good. That guy, I respect the crap out of that because he knows he's walking into just getting completely lambasted. Yeah, um, I mean, making that kind of decision is, you know, you're saying I want to talk shit to people, <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, 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 and, and at a certain point, it's not like he did it on accident or forgot. Like, it, you know, that it's deliberate. So it, the fact that it's so deliberate, yeah. I'm kind of just like, well, I mean, I guess he's doing it. Like, <laughs> yeah, especially the Johnny Damon 
shirt because yeah. that that was a very very sore subject for mm. for this for like the next like three years it's a very sore subject oh yeah minimum Absolutely. three years yeah and i <laughs> i think he's also wearing a tampa bay devil rays hat too just, uh, yeah. I noticed it, like the a, green bill on it. Like I remember talking about this guy. He's two rows in front of us, and just like you got to respect the guy that just wants to talk shit. I, I yeah. I mean, I guess like uh, <laughs> it's it's a choice, but yeah. you know, it's a choice he made uh, willingly. Uh, I suppose so. It's um, it's just I I mean I do remember like when I looked at these photos, I remember that the person wearing that jersey, the Okajima jersey. I remember there was yeah. some significance to this to that person which is why i kind of like kind of like panned over them casually you know um but now that you mentioned these two guys and us talking about them yeah i i i remember this yeah. detail yeah great great stuff beautiful day mm. i i do remember being a gorgeous day there's i mean i had also gotten pretty into um were these i mean i don't know if these were your photos or my photos but for this one but I know I took a lot of panoramas mm, of yeah. of the stadiums themselves, and this was definitely a good one. Yes, um, you could see the Fenway Park logo like right right above the grand or whatever the behind the backstop, like the the owners' boxes, pretty much. Yeah, um, and I had a printout of a lot of stadiums after we did this, and it was like the piece together old school, like actually printed out individual photos and and turned them into a panorama. Mm. uh so yeah yeah had this one going too beautiful day great day for baseball yeah the other thing i distinctly remember is fenway park had the best hot dog yes hands down and it was the fenway frank you had to get it from the guy that was walking around yep with a hot dog steamer yes on his chest and get get it on the lobster roll and they'll slide it over to you, and they were just too good. Steamed hot dog yes. for the win. Well, and I remember my cousin giving us very explicit instructions about oh, really? how to do this. Um, I feel like this is something I knew, but I also hadn't had it explained to me in the same way. <laughs> you know? Fair, um, fair. But yes, you got to get them from the guy because they're steamed. They're not on the mm -hmm. rollers. All right? If you get them anywhere else, they're different. Yeah. But you got to get them from the guy. And also, it's such a rarity these days to see an actual guy, a vendor, walking around with hot dogs, right? It's always, yep. you know, cotton candy and whatever other random... Light stuff. Yeah. yeah. There's no there's no dog guy anymore. No. Um, I hope it's still at Fenway. I haven't been recently. I'm sure it's still there. Um, but it's a rarity in general, you know? So, um, But also, great hot dog. Fantastic hot dog. Great hot dog. I know it was still there when I went the last time, which was probably in like 2016 or 17. <laughs> and I yeah. did the same thing. I passed along the wisdom mm -hmm. of, of get the steamed hot dog from the guy walking around, mm -hmm. tip him well to my wife who grew up in the area, not a huge baseball fan, Red Sox fan by, you know, geography, but that's about it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I passed that along, and God, it, yeah, it was still good. I don't know if they still do it. I we got to go back. I, yeah. I want to go back. It's been it's been a while. I think I think we're due. Yeah, I would agree. So that was a good one. And uh, the, all right, the the game itself. Let's yep. see if you remember any of this. I kind of do. Not a lot, but uh, <laughs> um, Red Sox win 
seven to five on knuckleballer Tim Wakefield's day. He gives up four earned runs in six and a third innings, which is just, I feel like for a knuckleballer and for Tim Wakefield, like that was pretty common. They knew that they, he was going to get hit, but yeah, the defense was no, always there. I mean, above and beyond four runs, six innings. Hey, we'll take it for, for nice. Timmy. And again, Timmy's, yeah. you know, he's been, he, even at this point, he'd been around for a while. So yeah, <laughs> he's Red Sox. He's Red Sox Hall of Fame. I don't think he's, he's not regular Hall of Fame, but Red Sox Hall of Famer, like for sure. Yeah. Um, Papelbon gets a save. Everybody celebrates. And then it's like, I don't know. 4 4 30 p.m and it's still the 4th of july so we i think what we did i mean we knew that there was fireworks on the river the charles river later that night at sundown yeah and so i think we like go back to the hotel regroup a little bit yeah um chill out and get ready for so my uncle and cousin join us to go. Wait, I want to say, I want to oh, say one more? thing. Sorry. Well, I want to say one thing about Tim Wakefield, or two things actually. First of all, please love to see a knuckleballer. Always, Always. fun. Yeah, uh, and you yourself, a proud, uh, knuckle proud knuckleballer yourself. I feel like we can't we can't gloss over that. I mean, I um, I, I think I don't want to get too far. I knew how to throw a knuckleball, <laughs> and when I pitched in high school, which was not my primary position. Um, I always made a point to throw one or two knuckleballs a game. Yeah. And I think I've, I, I've got, I know I've gotten one strikeout on a knuckleball in, in particular. And it was the highlight, one of the highlights of my, my high school baseball career. Yeah. To yeah. call myself a knuckleballer though, is a stretch. All right. Well, it was in your arsenal and, um, I have great yes. respect that you could attempt it in a game situation at all. All right. I appreciate have tremendous, that, yeah. tremendous uh, respect and awe for that. Um, also, sometimes you would just throw one like during warmups, like <laughs> throwing around. Oh yeah. And you'd always have to, you just have to be ready, you know? And yeah, uh, that's, it was fun. All right. I mean, that was always, that was always the, that's why like, I feel like everybody that grew up playing baseball, like at least tried to figure out how to throw a knuckleball just so you could piss off your, like your warm up buddy once or twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so no, I did that all the time. Bit. Well, and the other thing I want to say about Tim Wakefield is um, it's kind of a running joke among Red Sox fans, but if Tim Wakefield was pitching, you knew the game would be like two and a half hours tops. You know, like it's it's a it's a fast one when he's on oh, the mound, right? Right, like he 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 takes so little time in between pitches and just boom, 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 boom. Um, so I always think that's funny. And again, it was nice. a day game before the fireworks, so it's perfect. There, there was, there was actually a an ESPN article on this one, oh. um, uh, for the game itself, or not, maybe not an article, but the headline was, um, was something like, um, Wakefield gets hit hard, gets care, like, comes out with win for Red Sox. It was great. Yeah. So, they did it. They got the win. Um, and then we fast forward to to that night. We. Go to the Charles River. I actually have a couple of like very distinct memories from this, mm-hmm. which I'm I will be I know my 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 cousin and my uncle came out. Both of them were like, we're not going to stay too long. Like we can hear the fireworks. We we want to like go get a beer and you guys can go enjoy like, you know, the fireworks show. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, I remember waiting mm-hmm. forever. Yeah. For these things to start and just more and more people. Yes. came out and out and out and then i remember 
one guy who was definitely European based on his accent. Mm -hmm. And he was definitely on some illicit drugs of some sort. Yes. And his, his line was, I love to R-O-C-K in the USA. Do you love to R-O-C-K in the USA? And he just screamed this, like ran up and down. Yeah. Um, and he was pumped on being in America yeah. for the 4th of July. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, of all places to be for the 4th of July, I think he was in a pretty good spot. Yeah. He was stoked on it. And I loved every bit of it. It was great. It was a great time. Yeah. I think it's funny that, uh, like, we were there probably really early. Uh, also because we were like i don't know bored you know like nothing else to do yeah, but yeah what are we gonna do you know um so we were there super early but i also think that means we also got a really sick spot for where we were on the bridge on some bridge somewhere like we we had a good spot for the fireworks i remember that and i think if we weren't there as early it might have been more annoying but um yeah also great fireworks show probably the best i've ever yeah. seen in my life uh and honestly, probably still, that's probably still true. <laughs> yeah, probably. I would, I would agree with that. Like it was, yeah, they, they, they were not messing around uh, with, with the caliber of fireworks and the no. intensity. And uh, yeah, it was fantastic. It must have been the Harvard Bridge, I think it was, because that's like right by Fenway. And it's, yeah, the one between MIT and whatever other colleges on the other side of it. Um, I know the Boston Pops were playing and they had them on the loudspeakers yes. all throughout the bridge. And yeah, great, great experience. And then we were like, you know, all right, it's cold. Let's walk back. And we passed out on the floor of my cousin and uncle's hotel room. Yes. <laughs> I also remember at the end of it, we were like in this, you're in this giant mob of people. Yeah, like, there was so like, it was honestly terrifying. Like everything was cool, but like. You're just yep. like, this is a lot of people and we're just, <laughs> we're just in it, you know, like kind of crazy. Yeah, that was, I, I recall that as well. Um, we stick around, we wake up the next morning, July 5th. Now we're on, uh, it's a Thursday and we have a night game. Mm -hmm. So we're not done with Fenway. We'll go back later that night. But before we do that, we're like, we're doubling down, tripling down on our Boston experience yep. at this point. And we go to a Fenway park tour. Yes. During the day. Yes. So probably swing by Yaki before and after again. It's possible. Yes. Because why not? And we got a tour of the stadium, which was, I remember being very pumped about that. This guy, that the, the usher that was leading it, or the tour guide was just an old guy with a Boston accent. And he was, he, he had all the fun facts about pesky pole and whatever the other poles name was. Yeah. <laughs> Lot, yeah. Lots of, good stuff there oh yeah tremendous tremendous i mean i think you get you get you get everything you really want out of that kind of experience you get a guy with a boston accent a lot of history a lot of mythology uh yeah. a lot of entertaining anecdotes about you know the really old old legends and stuff and uh also just i don't know there's a lot of behind the scenes kind of stuff you get to see angles of the park that are just uh really interesting this is when like the the green monster seats were still mm -hmm. pretty new too so like the fact that we even got to like hang out around them was super cool for me because again it was uh it was very new and exciting and uh yep yeah just it was just uh it was a great tour great tour good times yeah you couldn't go to onto the seat or like the only way you could get onto the monster is if you had seats on the monster so during a game if you wanted to go like you 
you had to get those seats. You couldn't just casually like stroll through standing room only style. Yeah. So getting to see that was pretty cool. I probably got some like fun facts about the the scorekeeper. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Just like the numbers themselves in and how they work those. I remember what was it Ted Williams was the last player to end a season with a batting average above four hundred. Mm-hmm. And I think it was 406. And if I'm wrong, then somebody's going to call me out on it. But that was the exact. So they had 406 seats in like the behind uh, home plate special like luxury seats um, for Ted Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Loved it. Yeah. Let me see one more game. Yep. And we're not done with random people that are there at the time. Mm, yes some good family friends of of mine briar and elliot which we had oh we'll actually see them at the end of this this trip um when we're in colorado oh yeah um and so we we see them they're just they happen to be in town um boston or sorry elliot grew up around the area he's always been a, a red sox fan i think he went to college out there i think that's right sure. some university so one of the thousand again university. I remember. I remember. Well, I had met him before, but yeah, it was one of these things where me and him bonded within about ten seconds about the Red Sox. So, um, I remember that very clearly. <laughs> and uh, Briar, who, who is our close family friend, like I've known her since we were under five years old, or since I was. Um, she was like, this was her first Boston experience after dating this guy who was a huge Red Sox fan. And so it was kind of like, I remember we saw them and she was just like wide eyed, like didn't really know what was going on. <laughs> like just a lot, a lot to take in. It's yeah, it's a big deal. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a big, uh, it's, it's one of those big things. It's almost, it's, it's not at the same level of like meeting the parents, but like being taken to a game at Fenway is like, it's up there. Yeah. It's, it's a significant bullet point uh, in, in that kind of uh, situation, you know? Oh, they, they'd been dating for a couple of years at this point. It wasn't like, you know, this isn't date number three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For an, out, for an yeah, outsider. Yeah. No, it's serious business. Yeah. So you got to respect it. What did you say? We did like some bit of like, are you, are you, like, how are you treating doing? Are you okay? okay? <laughs> blink once. If you <laughs> blink twice, if you need to get out immediately. Yeah. Um, would don't put that past us at all i don't remember that one but great love it um but this is all right so the game itself let's do this Mm -hmm. because we got to get into really the one of the cooler moments of the road trip in in general uh let's see thursday july 5th uh we do the stadium tour red sox win 15 to 4 in a laugher nice um they score six runs in the first inning and 13 of their 15 runs in the first three innings. And so I don't remember any, like I, they've hit a bajillion home runs and let's see the, <laughs> the Rays pitcher lasted two thirds of the first inning and oh, <laughs> that's brutal. Six runs yeah. in two thirds of an inning is not a good way to stay a major leaguer yeah. for very long. Um, I remember Josh Beckett pitched for the Red Sox. And we had noticed when we saw him in Atlanta, his pregame ritual is take a jog out to center field and he draws like a cross on the center field uh, wall itself 
and, did, and then does like some stretching and then stretches his calves on it too yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got a good photo of that right yeah we were like we were prepared for it we had seen it in in boston or in atlanta yeah one, so, of, one of the I few times like i don't know it was it, it's just fun you know when you actually are there early and you're like oh you actually see something cool <laughs> yeah you know we probably hadn't gone to a game early uh, for a while yes. like philly didn't baltimore didn't yeah charlotte didn't yeah miami i but we we barely even like went to that game yeah um we just but for our through. second fenway game we're like yeah we'll go early. like yeah we got <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, we yeah. must go see batting practice yeah, we got to see those pitchers warm up yeah so they they went in a laugher and somewhere in there um the most ridiculous thing happens on our to me at least is that we get a manny ramirez foul ball which i legitimately still have on my desk it's right here yeah it it's like my fidget spinner um at work at this point nice. like i just have a baseball oh yeah and very nice it's still got the giant like still got a giant like blue smudge on it from where he like cranked it yeah um but yeah got a foul ball in like fairly dramatic fashion too yes what do you what do you, what do you remember about about that um well i remember this mainly because i took three specific photos in reference to this baseball um oh, really yes so uh you know we were sitting down the first base line honestly great seats yeah uh, these are your cousin's season ticket seats they yeah fantastic. and you know we're like you know we're not i don't know how to describe this we're down the line beyond first base almost towards in the outfield like outfield like adjacent in, but we're still definitely on the baseline side yeah um and we're, we're like you know half we're not quite to the right fielder yes yes okay that that works um right. and so the the baseball uh, the foul ball hits the upper deck, uh, hits one of the signs that's the upper deck was like yep. hanging out right almost directly above us. Um, it hits the upper deck. It ricochets almost straight down, uh, hits the guy in front of us, like, I don't yep. know, on the shoulder or something. Like, it, it, it might have bounced. Him. It might have bounced. It might have slipped through his hands. I'm not sure. Uh, or it might have hit him. But then on the second bounce, Trafton's arm just shoots out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just shoots out and bam he's he's holding it and it's not like it's not like he bobbled it it's like it's it's in his palm it's locked in i remember i remember seeing your arm just like just like yeah. full extension just bam and he's got it like and it's gripped I'm, it's locked in and i was like you know and oh my palm was oh i'm seeing the photos now I, now i realize why all right so yeah bounces off and this is so the overhang this is kind of like at mccoy stadium this is just like how old ballparks are done right like the overhang just kind of goes juts out pretty far and yeah. like it goes straight down you have that pole the the pillar there and so it yeah drills that and i remember it just nailing this guy in front of us and i don't really like if he bobbled it if it hit ricocheted off of his shoulder like he definitely was not prepared at all for the force with which this baseball was going to bring upon him. Yeah, well, and I mean, in his defense, it's a weird-ass angle for a ball to be coming at yeah. you because it's almost coming at him from behind and above, almost. Like, it, yeah. it, pretty pretty crazy. And, man, these were great seats. Yes. And then, yeah, these my, my hand, cousin's like, seats, I believe. Yes. It, it, 
stuck in my palm like my palm was red for the next couple of innings because it was just in there yeah and i don't know the first baseman reflexes in me just like completely took over and i have this ball just all of a sudden it happened very quickly in in my right hand and i definitely like held it up and did the full like turnaround mm-hmm. like people started cheering mm-hmm. yeah my heart is palpitating at this point and i just yeah that it, it was incredible well and hit hit by manny ramirez no less you know yeah, they even even more significant uh in that regard yeah it was tight and i do recall so briar and elliot's seats were also they were in the outfield in right field and we had locked up with them beforehand like they called us before the game started and like waved so we like knew where they were yeah and i remember i got a call from briar and she's just on the other phone like was that you did you catch that that's crazy it was awesome and so i like i found her again and was like yeah what's up just holding the ball up like i i just i just held my hand like that with the ball in it for another like 10 minutes i had no idea what to do yeah no it was was awesome incredible incredible moment and uh you know i'm 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 glad i'm glad we got that experience yeah and this guy could have had it he could have had all the glory but i wasn't ready for it (laughs) yeah i I didn't realize he took those photos for that reason that's yeah well that's how i remember it so so you know beat by beat i mean i remember it vividly because it was in the blog and because i that was like we told that story every single day for the rest of the road trip yeah well it's also like i've i haven't caught a foul ball trafton i've never caught a foul ball really no never oh i've gotten a couple in my day yeah well it's all right I, I I understand it's a it's a rare opportunity and it yeah. it doesn't happen to everybody. That's that's part of it. Yeah, but it's, yeah, no, it's a great. I would I would retell that story as well. I don't I don't think any less of you for never having gotten a foul ball. <laughs> I, I I wasn't fishing for validation. Oh, you are right. I, was, I just <laughs> I'm I'm here to validate you nonetheless. Uh, like it's a rare thing. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> we also we get a couple more. We get two more. Yes. In that I remember in the road trip, but none of them were actually hit. Yes. Or they, they is, were like this is by far the cleanest uh yes. example of getting a foul yeah. ball for sure. Yeah. Um the other ones are kind of they're kind of bullshit, but yeah, um it's they're pretty fun nonetheless. <laughs> so um this was great. Um ended that. So that was it. That was our that was our Fenway experience. We probably stayed through the entire thing, maybe left a little early. Yeah. We we had a lot of driving to do the next day. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, that was it. Yeah. Fenway, baby. Yeah, well, and it's also we we got our fill of Fenway for sure. Like like we also like we knew it was gonna be a favorite, you know, but it's yeah. also like we we spent a lot of time there, you know, and like and also enjoyed all of it when we were there, you know? Yeah, there's a reason we we jetted like it took one week to go from the southern tip of Florida to new york so that we could just like spend a full week in boston yeah yeah it was good it was a good one um i'm ready to go back i haven't been yeah since the pandemic so i'm ready to do this yeah i'm down i'm down (laughs) um all right that uh I i mean so the next bit of our trip is not baseball related whatsoever we'll talk about it a little bit but this will be you know 
last uh last bits of like this is the first half of of our road trip kind of coming to an end yes so well well the the trip is listed as 60 60 days and we're crossing the 30 day threshold july um, july 5th this game the manny ramirez foul ball game it will go down as is day 30 kind of kind of nice that the midpoint of our road trip is also pretty close to the all-star game you know like yeah <laughs> definitely it's poetic quite quite poetic so yeah next the next road trip week like we wouldn't have any baseball to to be at if we wanted to actually i think there was like some some like legends game in cooperstown that we could have watched and it was yeah, yeah. not that great but anyway so we drive from boston up to wiscasset maine um again the burgeoning uh baseball town of wiscasset maine it's on the main coast it's for those that have been around the area, like an hour north of Portland, Maine. Um, so Wiscasset is where I spent four months of my junior year of high school, which was one year before this at this point. And uh, it's where I took took part in something called the Maine Coast Semester. It's, I think the best way of, of describing it is it's a semester abroad, but instead of abroad, it's just on a, on a farm in Maine. Mm-hmm. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, did the first semester of my junior year there it was like 36 kids from around the nation slept in log cabins took um, high school courses in the morning and then did like farm programs and outdoor um, outdoor science classroom stuff in the afternoons usually is how it went mm-hmm. and that's where I met a bunch of people so that we've already seen and gotten you know some lovely hospitality from on this trip uh, Nate in Boston, Ben in Philadelphia, Paul in Charlotte, um, Susan in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's all up until this point. And yeah, met some really great people. Totally um, very formative part of my growing up or my uh, my high school experience. Mm-hmm. Very fortunate to have been able to do that mm-hmm. and benefited because we we were so close to Maine. I mean, I'm from, we're from California. Like we aren't close to Maine ever in our regular lives. So yes, we were driving true. in New England. Like, yeah, let's drive a couple, couple hours up the road and, uh, and kind of get to, to do that. Also, you had, you knew about, I mean, Chewonky a bunch and we had like called each other Yes, or I had called you a bunch. So like you were kind of, you know, it was cool for you to see it too, right? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, like again, from my perspective, I'm uh, in high school, and then my best friend goes to this place in Maine for a semester, and then comes back with a beard. Um, oh yeah, that's a good point. You know, that's I think that is my and I'm like you know I I we we chatted when you were over there. We we used the the OG Skype back in the day, a Skype for voice yeah. call, if you can believe it. Um, yeah, that, was, that was our main channel of communication. So we, so we, we kept in touch and like, I also like kind of got to know some of those people, uh, yeah. from Chwanky before. So like I knew, I don't know, I knew it pretty well as an idea, you know, but it's also different when you go there yourself. Um, yep. and again, like, I think that the thing that I remember the most that's Chwanky related is also when you came back and just had a full on beard. <laughs> yeah and like and like i think that's that's also like it's it shows the change the change that had occurred off in these in this wooded uh you know main area you know like that's 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 the reality you know yeah yeah that's a good point uh i forgot that 
at the age of 15 and a half years old, I had grown my first beard and uh, it didn't look great. I'll, I'll say, I mean, I'll say this because I'm sure everyone else thought it, yeah. but I'll say it because I can say it about myself. It was like mostly a chin beard. Yeah. And it had like two little, like it was trying to connect. Yeah. It was your first beard. It was your first grow. Yeah. It was your first attempt, yeah. you know, so it, you gotta, you gotta figure it out. Baby's, baby's first facial hair. Um, so yeah, that was, I forgot about that part. Yeah. That, that shocked a few people coming back. And then there was also a few people that were just like, of course you did. Obviously. Yeah. I think if I knew, if I, if I knew more about that, that program before I'd be like, yeah, yeah. You grew a beard. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> yeah. We get it. Cool dude. Whatever. Um, the only, the only time I have really shaved that beard off since growing it for the first time was in Houston, Texas. Um, and that I was you had for to shave it for your senior. Oh no, 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 no. Oh, I, so no, no, I, here's what I did shave it upon coming back to school. Yeah. So I went fall term and came back. And so at the beginning of like the new, like January 1st or the first Monday back, yeah. I came, uh, like I shaved and I hated it. I just freaking hated it. Yeah. Well, I think that's the point where you said never again. Right. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. I actually, this, I remember um, coming back because I got a haircut because my hair was also just a wreck. I remember this. Yes. Yeah. I, I got a haircut and I told my, my barber, like, also, if you could just shave off the beard, like, we're going to do this. And it happened. And I remember first feeling like my face was cold and dry, uh -huh. like just so itchy. Yeah. And then I came back and my mom came down the stairs and I, she was like, oh, let's see it. Let's see it. She looked at me. She was like, oh, hmm. <laughs> I was like, what, Mo mom? What are you like? Yeah, you kind of looked better with the beard on. I was like, you are you serious? <laughs> this is so brutal. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. so that was. um, And now it's never going anywhere. Now it's never, ever going anywhere. Um, just what are we, I mean, we're 15 years later mm -hmm. from that point in time, mm -hmm. have not shaved the beard off since. Yep. No intention to whatsoever. Yep. So yeah. Anyways, that's Chuanki. And so we go up there and we, it's, it's the summer program at this point or summer camp. Yes. And so I had actually spent the summer there with a couple people, none of whom we've met, but Gwenny. And Claudia, we'll meet Claudia in Cooperstown in like a couple days here on the road trip. Yep. But those were my semester mates and a couple more um, that we had spent the last summer, summer of 2006, as support staff mm -hmm. for Camp Chuanki. Um, not counselors, not counselors. I'll say that. Yeah. You had to be really good to be a counselor. Like you had to be, you had to put in a lot more time and energy into being into Chuanki as a place and as a like program to be at like counselor level mm -hmm. so i was not there yet mm -hmm. um and so we were support staff so i basically spent an entire summer like cleaning dishes and you know teaching kids how to play tennis and do archery and shit <laughs> yeah i was gonna say a lot of that was probably dishwashing right like a <laughs> yeah a lot like a, a lot of i was so sick of that dish room by the end of that summer by like midway through that summer um so yeah we did that we'd they had actually asked, they wanted me to come back in some way, shape, or form at the end of 2006. And I'm like, 
I remember telling the director, I'm like, sorry, man, I, I got plans. I'm, I'm going to be on a road trip. Um, yeah. Visiting baseball parks. Like yeah. I, I ain't got time for camp counseling. Yeah. But I was, you know, I'll come back for, for a few days. We'd love to like, we basically, again, traded room and board for, you know, washing their dishes for a couple nights. Yeah. And I think we, we stayed there until, uh, July 10th. So we spent like a long weekend. Yeah. Well, and we got to see a bunch of people too that uh, we could yeah. hang out with, and um, you know, it was fun. It was. I kind of remember. It was also about halfway through their summer, and <laughs> yeah. if you've ever been a camp counselor, like it's not the easiest gig. There's a lot of angsty kids. There's a lot of just like, I mean, really obnoxious managerial <laughs> conflict, <laughs> and it's it's also like it's. The counselors are like age sixteen through twenty, yeah, one, and they're they're count they're counselors for kids that are ages like, you know, seven through twelve, yeah. So there's not a lot of what you would refer to as like adults mm-hmm. here, yeah. Um, and I remember we there was one guy that was so pissed off about like his entire like my cabin is, oh my god, those kids are <laughs> spoiled brats. Yeah. I just can't do it anymore, <laughs> man. And like we're coming, it's like it's gonna be okay, like. It's gonna, you're gonna have a great summer. Like, think about the positive sides. He's like, thanks, guys. I needed that. Like, I, we, I felt like we talked him off the ledge. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just, just by, you know, shooting the shit and listening, yeah. kicking it. <laughs> you know, we were like outsiders. Yeah. Like, they, they don't get to go off campus aside yeah. from like once a week for a couple hours to like go get a root beer and like a pizza or something yeah. like that. It's funny. It's funny so. that I've kind of forgot about that perspective too, because we were also like oh it's just like a handful of people our age that we can hang out with for four days and i was like yeah, yeah. sick and then it's also like they were feeling the same oh it's two random dudes from california that we know like oh yeah cool <laughs> yeah sweet and we had a car like there weren't a lot of people with cars there so we could like drive wherever like can we go to the can we go to the shahs like i i need some like i need to restock my my soda stash or something yeah. like that yeah it was great yeah it was, it was so, good it was it was a very nice uh non-baseball related stop and again i also yeah. like i did enjoy seeing this place that my friend had his life yeah. changed at you know like <laughs> like <laughs> like you know it's a place you, yeah. you hear people talk about things and places and doing things and it's just different to be there and uh yeah yeah it was fun yeah showed you like my cabin binnacle yeah. the binnacle brothers plaque yeah nate nate from boston was a binnacle brother mm-hmm. um so our plaque was made out of uh looked like a goldfish oh yeah so we were really into goldfish at that point i showed you where i lit the dumont which is the humongous um wood-burning stove to heat the entire like kitchen and mess hall um laundry room the wallace this is where i had history this is where the farm what oh yeah lots of good memories oh yeah up at chwonky neck it's a great spot and now my my wife grew up in south berwick maine to answer your previous question mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is like a solid hour and a half plus away from there it's like the very southern tip of maine yes. so i've been back a couple times since yes um it's not that close but great little pit stop oh yeah and uh yeah that's i think that's where we'll end this episode yes anything else uh from this first New England leg that we uh, we forgot about? 
Uh, no, I mean, you know, just uh, as I kind of said at the beginning, it was nice. We got to see uh, some family, some friends. We got the great Fenway experience, which also just as a stadium is unparalleled and full of yep. historic interest and the probably one of the most unique ballparks just as far as experience, as far as layout, as far as uh, history and you know, even field dimensions are super cool and interesting. Um, so, you know, we we got our fill for sure. And, uh, you know, when when I was reflecting upon this, it's like we spent a lot of time in that ballpark uh, and I'm glad we did. Yep, I would agree with that. We also, oh, a couple things from the blog. One, Boston was so good that you decided to write a blog post about oh, it. Oh, yeah. I think it was your, your one and only... Uh, your writing cameo for the the blog that summer. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really want to write any of these. I don't know why I was so inspired no. to write it for this, but I, I mean, completely Boston, forgot why. I wrote one. Maybe it was because I felt like I had to talk about my cousin and my Red Sox yep. inherited fandomhood as a West Coast. Like, I always, here's the thing. I always had to represent myself as a West Coast Red Sox fan because it's a certain amount of, I don't know, prestige. And it's also like, yep. yeah, man. My dad would take me to Oakland A's games to watch the Red Sox every year. Yep. And I'd have to explain that to everybody who would be like, why are you a Red Sox fan? I'm like, it's obvious. <laughs> you know, like, yep. of course, your dad takes you to Oakland, A Oakland A's games to the Red Sox multiple, maybe multiple times a year. It depends on the season, yep. honestly. But um, yeah, maybe that's why I wrote it. Maybe I wanted to, uh, you know, include my cousin in there, too. Um, but yeah, I'm glad it was a Red Sox uh, related entry, and um, I don't know. I think it's I think it's a fine post. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's great stuff. It's, it's great. We also, um, I actually, I, I mean, I remember starting to read it. I'm like, this doesn't sound like my writing. And then <laughs> you get to the point where you say, I was raised a Red Sox fan for my entire life. I'm like, oh right, yeah, yeah. Dan had to have written this one. Yeah, this 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 check. Yeah, out. totally forgot. I also didn't realize it, but the next post, I do a little like halfway recap. Yeah. And I do. So we've seen 11 major league stadiums at this point, mm -hmm. plus four minor league stadiums, mm -hmm. 20 games in 30 days and 6,500 miles. Yep. Which is impressive. Uh, we've watched four all-star pitchers because this was right before the all-star break. So we knew what, who the mm -hmm. all-stars were. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And they were uh, John Lackey, Beckett. So Josh Beckett. Santana, Papelbon, Okajima was an all-star that year. Mm. Um, yeah. Jake Peavy and Saito. Is it Takahashi Saito? I guess it is. And then 20 more all-star position players, which, I mean, go to 20 <laughs> baseball games in 30 days. You're going to see a lot of all-stars, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And here's a good one here. I also list out the swag that we had gotten so far, mm. the free giveaways. Yes. So. Beach towels in LA, Randy Johnson bobbleheads in Arizona, yep. a haircut in Houston. Nice. Yes. Live concert uh, from the rebuilt brass band in New Orleans, mm -hmm. rally rags in Atlanta, the Don Zimmer bobbleheads in Tampa, a 1997 World Series DVD in Miami, Florida. Go Marlins. I, I, yeah, that's hilarious. I forgot about that one. I, I do remember we, we toted that for a while. Uh, a foul ball and some Dysacate? t-shirts in boston mm. i don't remember that me neither huh but all right 
Cool. I think I remember buying a Dice K shirt because I wanted one with the Japanese letters on it. But I'm pretty sure that was a purchase, not a not a freebie. Yeah. That is I think you're you're wearing in the photo. Fo- so we have a photo of like us after I had caught the foul ball. And that lives on in the lore of our like entire map. Mm-hmm. And you're wearing a red Red Sox shirt. Yes. Um, which I don't think you had before that. Yes, because um, the only I think you only well, had two shirts. Yeah. Well, when we went to Yaki Way, I bought at least three, two or three player shirts. You know, nice. with the, the T-shirt really? with the Red Sox on front and the name and number on the back. Um, yeah. And I remember the red one and maybe two blue ones. I don't remember. There was at least two, maybe three. Oh wow! I I just remember getting my Ted Williams and calling it good. But yeah, I remember you you definitely got a Japanese script um Daisuke one. Yes. That was a good one. And then, you know, I you had your your Japan one from that we have in the photo from Arizona <laughs> and your yeah. Kurt Schilling one yeah. that I'm wearing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um according to this blog, we had actually seen seven games of the Red Sox at that point, mm. which yeah, yeah, yeah. checks out. And they had gone 5 and 2 in those games, so championship caliber, championship caliber team. Or they just did really well in front of... Oh, no, wait. They won the World Series this year. So they probably just... Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. That's it. That's where we'll end it. We got plenty more to go in the second half of the road trip at this point. But for now, Episode 7, signing off. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And more episodes coming your way as we continue throughout... Uh, the road trip and throughout the summer please if you like what you're hearing rate review like follow whatever the phrase is whatever the platform you're listening to your podcasts on do that and we would appreciate it thanks everybody